Welcome to another episode of Wood a Panther Killer Raccoon in the Wild. Season 2. The show we still haven't pitched to TV. The podcast game show where two friends argue about the third most burning and sometimes pointless questions in order to get a much needed point in our season long contest. In some rounds, the two answerers don't always get to choose which side of an argument they're fighting for, which leads to some quick thinking and often has them mainly persuading themselves, but more importantly, the questioner to believe in what they say. In other rounds, the answerers get a more open question where they can be far more creative with their choices, but they only get a short amount of time, and whatever they say first, they must stick with. No takebacks. Our special round this season is Reversal. The questioner will pose an open question, but the answerers will be choosing each other's answers. Ideally something they really hate or know very little about, which will lead to some very creative thinking. That's the game. Good job, me. <laughs> da, da, da. I don't actually know any other words. It's just old Canada. Oh, Canada. And then it's like maple syrup and ice hockey. And the home. <laughs> Of the we will always say sorry. Hey, sorry about that. Don't hit a moose with your car. Sorry, recording, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, as promised in the previous episode, briefly, uh, <laughs> the, the the Laura. The, the, the oh, Laura yeah. let me story. let me set the scene while James finds it uh, Laura our dear friend from football um, is a police officer uh, and she's uh, re experiencing the dating scene uh, and she's Good on life she's on tinder and the other night uh, a couple of weeks ago from when we're recording this at least um <laughs> <laughs> She handed over her Tinder account to James. So, <laughs> to clarify, the reason behind this was Celeste and I have been together since we were 15. That was in 2009. Tinder was not a thing. iPhones were barely a thing. Uh, I think I still had a fucking LG cookie in 2009. Um, <clears throat> so I was just complaining that I never got a go on Tinder. Like It was... Something I'm the same, I, I'm the same. It was something I missed out on. So Laura was like, you can have a go on mine. And she gave me a couple of ground rules, which I completely ignored. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, don't change don't change my profile description. I immediately changed her profile description, but it worked. <laughs> so I changed her profile description with one line. Yes, I own a pair of handcuffs. That was it. And now I want and then this guy matched me. I think he was a software designer from somewhere nearby. So here we go. We matched. He then says, Laura, why do you have handcuffs? Now, this is all me. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. Or I'm just kinky AF. You decide. And he put, describe your kink in detail. If you convince me, I'll consider not getting the fuck out of here. So I put, have you ever been slathered in honey awaiting a beehive to be broken? That's me. Danger is my thrill. The handcuffs aren't for the bedroom. They're for driving down the motorway. Also, lemons and writing de- detective novels mid-coitus. <laughs> It's funnier when you say it than when I read this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, seriously, it's just an interesting thing to put in the bio, right? Got your attention. And he was like, Laura, I was reading this and I was about to unmatch. I got 100% psycho vibes. I was like, yes, you fucking did, sunshine. You wait. <clears throat> and I, so, But now you're interested, right, with that little side smile emoji? And he put, um, you got to work harder to gain my interest, let alone regain what you lost. So you guys are already a douche. So at this point, I'm just like, let's just see what can happen. I'm just fucking ready to talk. And he put, well, it's interesting that you've accepted this conversation is happening. 
And I know it's ex- exceedingly rare to find a woman who exudes so much BDE. <laughs> but I appreciate the chance to wow you. So what brings you to Tinder? <laughs> and you put, ah, you only get one shot, did not miss. And I was like, and then, he, so he put, ah, ha, ha, you only got one shot, did not miss your chance to blow because opportunity comes once in a lifetime. And then put tit, and I was like, oh my God, what a cringy bastard. Like, women are playing Tinder on easy mode, folly. Like, mm. I appreciate that. Honestly. If I'd, if I'd have done this to... It's not even easy. It's not even story. It's... You know, it's like, you know, tutorial. <laughs> and I was like, and he, and he put Tinder and um, was seeing someone turn out. She said, I have feelings of her ex. So I got the fuck out of there and was like, what now, Tinder? Let's see how shit goes. What about you? And I put, I mean, to get Eminem lyrics quoted at me for one. <laughs> and then put, that sucks really bad, to be fair. It's not a fun situation to be in when somebody pulls that kind of stuff. I'm just going to see if there's somebody worth seeing a second time on here. At this point, I'm in. <laughs> Ultimate Riz. Laura was getting laid. <laughs> like, and she put, I'm glad he put, I'm glad you recognize the lyrics. And it it and it does suck. I'm fine with just sex as long as you're you're not hooked onto them when there's something else better to come along. I was like, right, whatever. <clears throat> and he put worth seeing a second time. You've got high hopes. I'm seeing if there's someone worth seeing once. <laughs> Well, it's not too hard to get a dinner and a movie if you want. The real question is, are you willing to have breakfast to watch the sequel? <laughs> I thought that was a good line. It's good. It is good. It's pretty good. Uh, um, that's a good question. Often on here, it's limited to a couple of options. Dinner, drinks, coffee, movie, or just sex. If you, if I ask you on any of those, if I ask you on any out on anything that's not any of those, you're in a good spot. And I put, that's very true. So you're up for something more exciting. Um, I'm always up for a unique day out. What would be a unique day for you? Probably like a blind date, cheesy question at that point, right? Some of uh, blacks in the corner. And somewhere. I even put, she asks, she uh, fully role playing here. She asks as if she's on a bad episode of Take Me Out. <laughs> and then um, he put, I'm not asking you yet, not at all. You'll have to earn that. Fuck off. <laughs> what a douche. He put picnic, countryside walk, getting bikes and cycling around, playing tourists for a day. I don't know, a bunch of stuff. And I was like, and I just replied, that seems pretty vanilla, bro. <laughs> um, and he put intrigue me and I was like, ever ran a marathon? Because <laughs> 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 she had a photo of her running a marathon, a profile picture. Yeah, so yeah. ever ran a marathon? And she was like, Laura, I'm smoking weed right now. I'd die in 20 minutes. <laughs> and I, and we come back to Dan's point. She is a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, then Laura was like, "No, we got to pull out of this. We can't do it." <laughs> and I was like, "That sucks." And I put Mark, like, because he put like Laura as one word of them. So I replied in the same format, Mark. That might be a conflict of interest, my guy. And then just siren emojis. <laughs> 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 and then yeah, it turns out that he was foreign. Not that that's a, th- a thing, but you know what I mean. Like, he was just, no, <laughs> I don't. No, so we because we started talking about. It, he was like, "I'm not even from the UK. I've only been in the I don't UK." Know the rules. Uh. No, that was pretty much it. He was like, "I've only been in the UK ten months," and I, and then I was like, "Okay, cool, whatever." And then he managed to guess that Laura's car was red, which was interesting. But, um. Oh, then the guy turns out he's a gamer. And he starts pulling this. He, he starts like, "This is how you know this guy's so fucking cringy, right?" Man starts gatekeeping, and I can't deal with gatekeeping. Like, I don't give a shit. 
And Laura actually plays video games. So I was like, um, he's like, <clears throat> uh, saw, I saw that you play some video games. What are you into? And he's like, oh, would you know any if I named them? It's like, well, I love a bit of Minesweeper. <laughs> and he's and he's put I and I was like joking I know if you only put which ones do you know I was like you name them and I'll tell you if they're any good and he goes okay CSGO Valorant Card Apex Legends Rainbow Six I was like this guy is such a fucking virgin <laughs> not only that three of those are free yeah he's a cheapskate <laughs> he says if you know them you get to see them tomorrow no lies you get to see me tomorrow no lie and I was like you can just see us go away and I put, so you like an FPS or two? And he was like, oh, you know they're FPS too, all caps. I was like, I made this man fall in love with her. <laughs> and he was like, last, I don't even put last card I really put time into is Black Ops 3. Got a bit stale after that. Like, fully put in like, like, I just basically then started acting as me. Yeah. <laughs> with you, Jay? And I was, so what actually I've worked out from all of this, oh, it did I put, what's your CSGO rank? And he put, ask, my, ask about my Valorant one, not CSGO. And I was put, Valorant ain't my vibe. <clears throat> um, watch his, and he put, oh, and he put, um, like, I'm only Master Guardian one on CSGO. is like, weak. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, it's because it's, it's, it was the last bank holiday. He was like, oh, it's the bank holiday. Like, yeah, can we go and do something? I was like, no, I'm on shift. And he was like, what do you do? It's a bank holiday. And then put the police emoji, the handcuff emoji in the, the um siren. the siren <laughs> and he's like i was joking i'm not smoking weed <laughs> <laughs> and he's like is it illegal to smoke it here <laughs> yeah that was pretty good so uh, is his name mark listen, <laughs> uh, you fully doxing him listen yeah. mark if you're listening Oh, also, when, no, no, that's a good point, because Laura then kind of carried, half carried on the conversation, like, um. You sent in the link, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Laura was like, look, I can't be, like, I can't be with you. I was like, um, here you go. Here's my link. Here's the link to my mate's podcast. Check it out. (laughs) Mark, if if you're listening, bro, stop. (laughs) Don't stop listening, but. Stop with whatever you're doing on Tinder. We hate to break it to you, but Mark, you are in love with our friend. <laughs> um, if you want to meet face to face, you're welcome to come on the podcast as a special guest yeah. and like see yeah. see if there's any connection there. Get in contact. Uh, I'm not going to lie though; I don't like CS:GO or no. Valorant or Apex. I don't take okay, but yeah, for you. So um, shout out to Laura for definitely not consenting to us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I think I, I told her. I oh, told her. Did you get she listen? We should get Laura. Yeah. Um. Another funny thing about Laura is uh, my nickname for her is Cupcake Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> she hates it. When Laura comes on, right, can we get a big bowl of questions? <laughs> but they're all pretty much the same one about the police. And like, <laughs> it'll look like a really random thing. Uh, ah. What things would a police dog something police raised, like? Sure. What things would a police dog take to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so after that bizarre journey, yeah, um, yeah, stay off Tinder, boys. Yeah, because I've won. <laughs> Maybe I should try Grinder next. <laughs> <laughs> the, the moral of the story is: if soon as someone mentions, you know, FPS, CS:GO, Valorant, either you're speaking to a pretty cool girl or James. Maybe that should be one of our special rounds. I think. 
Round three grinder. <laughs> Round three, is it James or a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think <laughs> Episode, episode title. <laughs> um, I, what I will say is, what I will say is, I think this experiment has proved that actually, what a bloke really wants is another bloke. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a, a, one, of the, one of the boys, <laughs> a straight white dude wants a homie mm. with a fanny. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. what a homie with a minge. Mm. That's where we're at with that. I, in this, I want that. Can I have that? <laughs> that is not a homie. <laughs> yes. Mm. The reference, he, he's eating a twisted dough ball. No, no. He's eating his homie's twisted dough ball. Yeah. Oh. ASMR, it, that's man. visceral. Oh. <laughs> I mean, my dick twitched a bit, but. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, back to, back to reality. They're not even crunchy. How is it making that noise? Yeah, it's gone stale. (laughs) Um, Right, back to reality. Episode 11 of season two of Wood of Panther. Mate, you've turned into Mark again. Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. You've gone back to Eminem, man. What the (laughs) fuck is this? Uh, Penultimate episode! that's, That's it. Thank you very much. It is the second to last episode of season two we know you'll be sad but guess what season three is around the corner there's some specials coming as well um some actually really cool high stakes specials not that the previous special guests weren't that cool but guests that aren't technically our friends yeah well no they will be by the end of it oh yeah Yeah. mark (laughs) (laughs) um so so here we are the scores Nine for Captain Kirk. Yes. Ten for Schmokey D. Yes. <laughs> and eleven for me, Craig David. The thing is, we can still tie this up. Yeah. And it'll be really annoying if we have to do a 12.5 for season two as well. So <laughs> Only to Daniel if he's a... No, it'll annoy I me. Think we should it, just... We can still do it. We can still do it. Tw- <laughs> I think even if we get a winner by the end of episode 12, we'll still do a 12.5. <laughs> Maybe we could do like a second, third place playoff. <laughs> no, no, no. We just won't say who the winner is until 12.5. Yeah. <laughs> right. But people are going to have to do maths. <laughs> right. Okay, so kicking us off today is Mr. Smokey D himself with the coin flip question. Indeed. So I hope this goes down a treat. Uh, would you rather? I'd just like to point out, it, we're rec- before, you, before you kick off, sorry, we're recording this at 10 p.m. on a Friday night, <laughs> so it probably is going to get a bit weird. Yep. Yeah. And we yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It just did. Yeah. 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 Um, no, no. Would you rather everywhere you Oh, go- yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Serious face. Would you rather everywhere you go, all the time, uh, it's like you're wading through water. And you are always dripping wet from the waist down. So it's like you're walking through water the whole time. No one else can see the water. <laughs> <laughs> it just, you know, 
you know it's difficult to walk in water. Yeah, yeah. It's about waist height, and that's why you are constantly dripping. Um, or everything you want is always just out of reach. Does it move if you move? No, so... Oh, so it's like... To yeah. say I'm putting my phone down here, next time I want to pick it up, it's suddenly just out of reach, and I have to, like, go oh, and okay. get it. Oh, okay. It's not, like, it's not like if I reach for it, it then moves further yeah. away. I mean, I like that. <laughs> no, Dan, that would just... <laughs> like, actually, I would say that is probably the most well-balanced either or you've yeah. ever done. Yeah. yeah. Like, neither of those have I just gone... I really hope I don't get that. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no way I'll be able to argue for yeah, it. I, I really tried with this one. Good effort. To not ruin your night. Okay. Uh, so, heads or tails, uh, James, you are in the lead and you always get shafted by my coin flip question. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, heads or tails? I'll, or... I'll have heads for just out of reach. Cool. Just out of reach? Damn it. <laughs> okay I mean yeah it's inconvenient right but it ain't fucking trying to fucking wade through water Jesus Christ you look like a twat <laughs> like, <laughs> like for me it's inconvenient right it's like you're at a restaurant and the fork and you've just got to like lean slightly further yeah. but at that point I can solve it for you Dan grab her it was just out of reach of the grabber, mate. Even one with a dinosaur head? Yeah. Like the little dinosaur or shark once yeah. you give <laughs> No, I, surely the grabber would be just out of reach, but whatever's that. Yeah, and then you try and grab, whatever you're trying to grab with the grabber is all, is then just out of reach of the grabber. <laughs> so you've got to like... Okay. It's not like, a, it's not like a, you're sat in a seat and it's like on the table, like obviously visually you can't see this listening, but phone's there. It's not like you just have to kind of go like that. It's like Enough. uncomfortably out of reach. So you kind of have to shimmy out of your chair a little bit. You know when you... you was I saying it to, on the podcast where I said I will do everything in my power not to leave the bed if yes. I'm reaching for I was going to bring that up. And I'll have just my foot on it. <laughs> yeah. It could be occasions sort of like that. <laughs> yeah, but that, and that's fine. But also, magnets. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sure, because... Yeah, like, we all know that everything is magnetic. Not everything has to be magnetic. So you spend one terrible day where everything's out of reach. <laughs> but what you do is you create a system of ropes and pulleys around your house that controls everything. Right? You ready? Then you put little magnetic rings on the ends of those ropes, and then you have a magnet like fitted into a glove or on a ring, and then all you have to do is like Jedi Force... And the magnet will pull the rope to you and you can go. And then it'll, and it'll be like a game of mousetrap. And then the remote lands on you. On your hand. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. That's what this is. And what's wrong with Wallace and Gromit? Nothing at there, all. There you go. So, you install the magnet on everything, no, on just ropes. Yeah. And then you have to install a rope on everything. Yeah. And, unless it's magnetic. So, but wouldn't wouldn't the rope just be out of reach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, the magnet, okay. There's a magnet on the end of the rope, so the rope okay, comes to him, yeah, and then yeah. he pulls the rope, which then somehow launches right, whatever right, it is. Right. You, want. you have to make sure you put it down do you know in the what? right place. Yeah, yeah. But what you could do is you could do like, um, you know how like a grand piano has the hammers. Mm -hmm. You could have it so you like pull the rope, and then it like 
pulls one of those hammers and it just throws the thing at you. So you've one got them thing. all like loaded up in every room in your house. Yeah. One thing that just can't be on this pulley system just wouldn't work. Toilet roll. <laughs> and that's too much effort to replace that every time. Yeah, like, you go to the toilet. Do you know what wouldn't be just out of reach? A Japanese toilet. You know, one of the just buy a Japanese. Uh-huh. It's an investment, but let me tell you, right? If you've ever used a Japanese toilet, shout out to Connor Barron. You don't once <laughs> once you go Jap, you don't go back. Let me explain the process of you buying a toilet. You grab your laptop. Oh, it's out of reach. You go get you, you. You find the website. You find the product. You go to grab your wallet. Oh, that's out of reach. Well, no, because your card, credit card details are saved in your laptop. It can be. It can be. Not always. You know what would frustrate me the most is if I was on my PC gaming and I took my hand away from the mouse. Oh for a no! <laughs> <laughs> Every time I left the mouse, I have to reach. For I mean, I I play controller, so I would pick it up once. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of like I mean, uh-huh. realistically, I have that situation now with this setup because my controller's charged behind yeah. my monitor, mm-hmm. so I have to go. I walk around <laughs> and pick up my controller, but so, it's it's also because I know if I didn't, then I'd be playing PlayStation instead of working. James, I've I've seen how angsty you get when you run out of nicotine. Yeah, how bad's it gonna get? But every time you put that down, it's out of reach. That is the life of a vapor. <laughs> you know, right? Amelia's the same. I just want to point out as well that your pockets get deeper. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> to really get in there. That's fine. But you saw me we when we recorded our last episode at the end. I was like, right, vape time. And I stood up and I looked around and I was like, where the fuck's my vape? And then it fell on the floor from somewhere. <laughs> The batteries fell out. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I live that life. <laughs> every piece of clothing, every shoe, you can't put them into ropes all the time. Every time you want to leave the house, your, your shoes are out of reach. Yeah, but that's a day. The door handle is out of reach. reach. <laughs> that's, well, that's easily fixed with a magnet rope. <laughs> <laughs> or a magnetic door handle. It's just out of reach. <laughs> and you'd feel like a Jedi. <laughs> it's my go yet. Yeah. Good. I only need one argument. One thing, right? You are fully justified to walk around going, wait in the water. And that's all I do for the rest of my life. So you'd be a crazy man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally justified. Wade in the water. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be great. But no one else, everyone can see you dripping wet, but no one can see like the water around you. <laughs> Like, I'm just, just look like you're like slow motion walking. And I assume that that would also See, mean that it's not like it's just outside, is it? It's like all the time. So like mm. when you, when you just got out of the shower and you're trying to dry yourself, you're perpetually unable to yeah. dry yourself when you get and into you bed. Put, and then you put your pajamas on. Yeah. It's like, like oh, the instantly, bed. it's like putting on soaking wet pajamas. Oh, could you imagine? And then like, you know, like when you do the, like the bath mat, when you get on the bath mat and it's already wet because <laughs> Celeste been in the shower before you and flooded the bathroom. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, and it goes, it's a great noise. And, you know, and also there's a massive safety risk there, right? If you're soaking wet and you're like, oh, I, you know, I'm going to go and fucking plug the telly in. Or like, you know, oh, I need when to. When was the last time you plugged the telly in with your knee? Or I need to charge my phone. But you're soaking wet. All in the waist down. Yeah, but. I'm dry up here. Like. Yeah, but what happens if you're like, oh, you know, oh, where are you going to keep your phone? In your pocket. You pull out your pocket. Soaking wet phone, water damage. Yeah, you're going to have to invest in some. Upper. Yeah. 
upper, upper jacket. But all, yeah. And all it takes, though, is absentmindedly, like, you sat on the couch, soaking wet the couch. The couch is getting ruined. And you're like, oh, I need to go and, like, I don't know, uh-huh, uh-huh. plug my phone in, right? And then what you, in plastic. And then what you do is you do that thing that every bloke of a certain age does, Kirk, and we are rapidly approaching that certain age. And you go, <laughs> and you have to make a noise. You have to make a noise. <laughs> you slap your knees. And slap your knees and kind of use your knees. Even though it's counterproductive, you use your knees to stand up. Your hands are wet. You go to plug your phone in. Fried. Let's say it's a really hot sum- summer's day, right? One, nice and cool. Also, I don't know about you. Sorry. When my... when my <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I just want to point out... I, I, I want to point out that I, apart from just right then, never interrupt. No, that's not true. But I also like to point out, and maybe this is just me, because I'm a larger gentleman, when my trousers, like when my trousers and shorts get wet and my underwear gets wet, I get mad chub rub. Get so much chafing, I wouldn't be able to cope. I would live in swimming trunks and, you know, take a bit of shower gel around with you. Balls never smell again. Just saying. Nice, nice feeling. Yeah, but also you're dripping foam out your fucking leg. And That's you're... okay. At least I'm clean. At least I'm clean. Would you... How, how, how would you have sex? Wet. Wet sex. It'd be like shower sex. I'd like to know when there's a dry... Oh, no, because... Come on. Like, it's not... But when there's water involved... It makes it drier. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. So it's actually... Dry sex is wet sex. Wet sex is dry sex. Shower sex is so uncomfortable. So dry. <laughs> bath sex is uncomfortable just because the bath is a limited space. Wardrobe sex is the same. <laughs> just saying. What? Anyway, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to get off this topic. So, you know that awkward time when you go to the beach? I don't really go to the beach, but I know, I know how. You're scared of sand. I'm scared of sand. But when you go to the beach and Fully you, know, you go into the, the sea and it's quite cold and, you know, it's that, that awkward moment, you'll never have that again. You're already wet. So in case you go, oh, I'm going to go into the what sea. What temperature is his water that he's constantly wading through? Oh, well, room. Room, fine, yeah. It, and if you go outside, it cools. Yeah. So you, oh my God, go out in a January morning. Oh, mate, your balls are going to go up inside you. (laughs) You're going to have ice, you're going to have ice dripping off the tip of your dick. If you you stood outside in like zero degrees lower for long enough, it'd freeze over. Okay, fair point. Not great in the winter, (laughs) but in the summer, in the summer, right? Now, it's it's constant drip. It probably wouldn't. Hot as balls outside. And, you know, you can't be bothered to go to the water park. You just go to the nearby slide, instant water slide. That is good. That is. Instant water slide is good. Instant water slide is the dream. Yeah. You also ruin the park for everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) It's a hot day. It's going to dry instantly. You're also a grown man at a park. (laughs) A grown man who doesn't have children and is dripping wet. Who has walked up to the slide and gone, kids, get out of the way, <laughs> wading, <laughs> while going, wade in the water. <laughs> so, like, coaxing that like, shepherding their kids away, like, just leave the crazy man on <laughs> Let him do his thing, and we'll come back later. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, several therapists have opened next door to the park, because they're like, oh, wade in the water, man's coming. <laughs> You'll be observed. <laughs> You become, no, it's just the kids become, who have been tormented are going straight in there. 
You're so mean to me. <laughs> Why is it always kids with you? It's not always kids. No, it's, uh, you were the one who said I'm going to go to the park. I never said there was kids there. Well, I'm the, sorry, but the, the in the night, <laughs> if you, in the dead if you night. take a census of the population of a park, at m- most opportunities there will be the majority will be children, especially in the playground where the slides like, are. It's one thing if you're like, I'm going to go and join in the park run. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, all I can say is I'm the man that's liquid cooled. Okay, it's fine. That sounds filthy. (laughs) (laughs) But just imagine how good my farts would sound. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is our ASMR episode. (laughs) (laughs) Strap in. Oh God. Uh, James, you you were saying a minute ago, actually, I wouldn't mind getting either of those options. <laughs> Do you regret saying this at all? Not, not at all, because I had like one really good thing that I was going to fully lean into for yours <laughs> that you've not thought of. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. All I'm saying is, I could Wallace and Gromit the house, <laughs> magnets are my best friend, and <laughs> I definitely keep up... <laughs> And have loads of those dinosaur grabbers. Because even, even even those dinosaur grabbers, right? Even though you're saying they'll still be out of reach. Listen. It's more fun. Do you know what else would be really funny? Well, you, you out of reach for the grabber, and you reach forward to get it, and then you go to reach it from the grabber. <laughs> <laughs> it just extends a little. What about, what, about if I, what about if I use the grabber to grab a grabber? <laughs> just an endless chain of everything being out of reach. <laughs> But what about things that aren't technically able to be out of reach, like your car? Like, no one says, oh, my car's just within reach. Do they? Like, No, but, like, you'd, you'd go out of the house and, and like, the road would be extended you'd, a bit. You'd go you know, to reach the door handle yeah. and the car would slide so into the middle ever, of the road. Like, you know when you go to open a door and you just kind of miss the handle? Yeah. It'd be like that. Yeah, that's fine. She's got really bad depth perception. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what this really is. Also, if you, um, that could save your life, though, right? Because they cost you life. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Because if you fall off a cliff, yeah, it's <laughs> just yeah. out of reach. You're you're about to have a car crash. You're about to drive into a tree. The tree's just out of reach when you slam your brakes on. Mm. <laughs> you're not grabbing the tree, though. Are you? Oh, I'm just no. saying, if the Towards principle the applies, here, the brake is just out of reach. You're sliding down your chair. <laughs> Ugh. You're on the floor having a heart attack and your phone's just out of reach. No one's around. 
It's uh, going to cost you life, dude. My car will automatically SOS call if I have a crash. Get a Tesla with the doors open itself. Mm. So, like, you just, like, you've gone through the effort getting the key. Once the key's there, or even your phone at that point, just use your phone, just remote open door. It's not going to be you average. The thing is, I could take this even lower. Like, you're just <laughs> making it. Kirk's done not, that bad of a job. You're just you've ramping the, up my difficulty. I'm going to be honest, you've got the point. Kirk, <laughs> 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 you really should. You, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Wade in the park. <laughs> hey, you really like my point until you picked it up. Just saying. I did actually look like it, and then there were some implications. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I was going to say is, like, say you're playing on your controller. And the, the button, the button. <laughs> Sorry. You go to put the analog stick, it's just out of reach. Or on your phone when you want to close an app and the. <laughs> your bass strings are out of reach. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like going really like micro scale. <laughs> oh. Your so, dick's out of reach. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that just means Celeste will have to reach for it. Um, so, the one point I was going to say that I was yeah, going to enlighten my argument flip was. People use water for resistance training. You'd be swole because you're constantly walking. I don't think that would have won me the point with your resistance training. So you'd be like beefy, but I wouldn't have gone to the park, which is what lost it for you. <laughs> I know he likes water parks. I mean, when you said instant water slide, you know you were having it, and then obviously the next bit. Yeah, the, kind of yeah. yeah but also you could have just bought your own slide in your garden. I, I could have. Re- I realized I could have just found a hill. <laughs> and brought some tarpaul in and just done that way. Oh. But I, slide was the first thing I went to. All right. <laughs> right. So at the end of question one, I Fuck. am on 12 points. Kirk is on nine and Dan is still on 10. And now, chaps, we come to my question, which uh, I mean, um, I haven't really said much about really, have I? It's just a question. It's definitely not been hyped up or anything. <laughs> <laughs> You have 48 hours to make a hundred pounds with a sack of potatoes, rope, and tape. How do you do it? What is the weight of the it's a kilogram of potatoes? Is it? What's a standard bag? Is it two? Is it like four kilos of five potatoes? Kilos, five. Yeah. Five, five kilos. Five kilos of potatoes. Yep. Yeah. I'd say about three meters of rope and a full roll of like electrical tape. And that's all I'm allowed to use. Yep. Right. <clears throat> right. <laughs> I want to say something really. That's a lot. That's a lot I've, of ants. That is a lot of pounds. <laughs> um, there's something in my brain that's trying to make it click, but it's just not. <laughs> You'd understand if, like, if I had your brain. If yeah, but like, I'm like, I could do this, but it's like. I wouldn't make any money off of that. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to come on because I really want to. Use... You are the champion of, but you could make money yeah. off of it. I really want I'm to... putting that to the test. I really want to use this just because it's funny, but also I can't make any money off it, so it's pointless. Okay. So until I can make that connection, okay. potatoes, potatoes, rope, yeah, and tape. What color is the tape? <laughs> I, I'm going with like standard duct Silver or black Yeah Can it be silver If you want it silver Black If you want it black What was electrical tape 
Yeah, right. you did say electrical, and I was thinking yeah. yellow with the green stripes yeah. down it. You're not, you're not, oh, you're not fascinating uh, much with that. Okay, duct. Would you okay. prefer duct? Sure. Yeah. I'll go with black duct tape. Can't add anything. To make a hundred pounds. Yeah, like I don't mean like physically create a hundred pounds. I know. Pounds. <clears throat> I mean, uh, <laughs> print it. <laughs> I've created a potato pound <laughs> process. <laughs> You tape the potato, you stamp it on the money. How many potatoes, roughly, is five kilograms of potatoes? Depends on the weight of the potato, doesn't it? What are we saying, like, 20 potatoes? Hey, Google, what is the average yeah. weight of a potato? So call it 200 grams. Mm. Is five. So 200 grams is one potato. Mm. So. Five potatoes. It'd be 25 Potatoes. Oh, so I won't far off of 20. 25 potatoes. Okay. That's got nothing to do with it, but now we know. Okay, but... <sighs> so, with my bag of potatoes, yeah. my rope and my tape, I'm going to go to a farmer's field, and particularly a, a, a cornfield. I'm going to wrap one of the potatoes in duct tape, and I'm going to hide all of them in the cornfield. I will announce... To the public. <laughs> For a minute there, it looked like you'd forgotten what you were going to no, say. No, no. And you went, is this going to work? <laughs> I'll ask the public that it's £10 entry. If you find the potato with the duct tape on it, you win £150. Mm. I keep 100 The rope is to mark how many potatoes have been found by putting a knot in it. Interesting. I like it. That's, that's mm. really clever, Kirk. Um, the only question is, Luck would like if your luck runs out, you somebody finds the potato. Oh, they're not find that potato. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that bit. Yeah, they're not finding that potato. Right. So essentially, it's gambling ten pounds mm-hmm. to try and win a hundred and fifty pounds. And even if, and even once all the potatoes have been found, that's twenty. That's two hundred and fifty quid I've already made. And if someone did find the potato, I'm still going to make a hundred pound because I've only offered hundred and fifty pounds as prize money. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. You're, you're, you think people are willing to spend ten pound to go looking for a potato? I mean, to turn ten to to hundred. <clears throat> turn ten to a hundred. Yeah, but I just think that's a bit. It's just go and find a potato. Mm. I mean, yeah, field. fair enough. Yeah, Dan, listen, are you taking a knee, bro? No, <laughs> I might be. <laughs> from what I'm about to say, right? Okay. Like, I'm trying not to resort to violence. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Violence was my first thought. When I read that question, I was like, tie the rope round the bag of potatoes. Yeah. Twat an old lady in the head. Steal her purse. Ta- Repeat. <laughs> tape up the victims so they can't grass you up. And then you just- or tape up your face so they can't see who you are. So listen. Still haven't figured out how I'm going to make this connection yet. <laughs> we'll see what happens along the way. Okay. Do you want you, me, Do you want me to try and help? Would you like? No. You tell me, and I'll help you try and fit the pieces. Well, together. if you'd like to, but I, I'm not going to encourage it. Okay. You take your rope. Yeah. You, let's say it's 25 meters long. Coincidentally, with the amount of potatoes. I mean, we have. said three meters. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Three meters of rope. Mm. You unravel the rope. <laughs> yeah. 
to make it 25 meters of rope. Oh, so you're under okay. twi- twisting it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it also conveniently makes it thinner, which I like. Yeah, so you are basically making string yeah. out of your okay. rope. Okay. Um, okay. And if you need to tie it and pop a little bit of duct tape around the knot, each knot just to give it that security to hold together. Yeah. Every meter, you put some, so you grab the potato in your hand, and then you make like almost like a little beanie of tape for the potato over it. That looks like a bit like a potato acorn with duct tape on top. Right. You then attach one of them at every meter along the rope. Yeah. You then um, go to some secluded place. You hang it up so it looks like potato fairy lights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the part where I'm trying to figure out how I make money off this. <laughs> 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 You then, I feel like this this is really quite genuinely interesting. Listen, you invite people to come along to see the amazing potato lamps. You charge them a pound entry as long as you get 100 people. But the, the sad thing is, Dan, in order to see these lamps, you have to the go in the data. The sad thing is, is, I just said all that and realised how stupid it was. <laughs> <laughs> to <get in> the <laughs> data. Well, no. If you invite them, at, you get there for 10pm. Yeah, you can do, but they're going to see fuck all. Like. Yeah, right. they're not Listen, actually, they're not actually lit they're not up. luminous. I, you get there for ten, yeah. and I say I'll switch on the lights at fifth, quarter past ten. Everyone's paid their entry. I've booked it with the money. <laughs> they're all stood there in the dark like with a bunch of potatoes hanging over their heads. Can't see anyone paying to go and see some potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you said they're the most amazing new potato lights, I'm not sure I'd pay to go. <laughs> I'd, I'd put it in a situation where it's like a circus. That's like everyone's already there to step right up, step, step right up, up. come and see the Someone's amazing seen... spud lights. It, it only works if 100 people are still around at once. So, we need a hundred volunteers to come yeah. and see our spud lights. And even if even if I have to, I'll do like two quid, and it's only fifty, isn't it? Fifty people, <laughs> you know. Two two quid, in you go, and it's all dark. They won't see me slip out. Solved. Hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's intuitive. It's it, it took you a lot. Like, it looks pretty say, as well. I gotta say, I've seen a few. We've had it a few times where Kirk's really got stumped, but I think that's the first time I've, <laughs> I've seen you genuinely like. So here's the thing. I thought of that. I thought of four Dan not found. I thought <laughs> I thought of the fairy like potatoes, and I was like, I like this, but I can't make money off it. But I really, really want to use it, and I just couldn't get my brain away from it. <laughs> so we've got essentially robbery mm. versus without the violence. Yeah, versus. Uh, a Weird potato whack-a-mole. <laughs> it's gambling, but the house wins. It's a casino. Yeah, yeah, okay. In a cornfield. Hide-and-seek hide potato. Yeah. <laughs> um, that went really weirdly, and I'm glad that I asked that question. So I'm going to give the point to Kirk. You. I think... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, I think you both did really well. But yeah, I think Dan, you floundered a bit at the end. <laughs> but did you enjoy the question? I did. I did. I hated every minute. <laughs> Maybe we we'll make it a special round one season. Three items. How do you make money? Yeah. Uh. How many times are going to be find the potato?
Well, I don't know. My, my first thought with that question was to go to Aldi, steal all the chips and the potatoes, and, just and like, then just monopolize it. Well, I've got some. Just like you want some potatoes, mate. But they're quite a bit each. <laughs> or you literally plant the potatoes. Right. Because they regrow potatoes, don't they? 48 hours. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I forgot about that bit. You haven't got two months to grow these things. <laughs> and then you just hang yourself with the <laughs> Right, okay. So, at the end of that round, Kirk is on 10. Yes. Dan is on 10, and I am on 12. Oh, okay. Boy. Kirk, give us the reversal round. Jesus H. Christ. <sighs> And I it, thought I was going to be the one who took it off the rails. It's sad that the best I can hope for is no change from last two episodes. <laughs> it's 10.30pm, uh, what do you expect? <laughs> I don't know which one to go for. Okay, so a big thanks to our sponsors for Season 2 of Wood Panther Killer Raccoon in the Wild, Manuka Farm. They provide a wide range of honey-infused CBD products that help manage pain, anxiety, and sleep. And by using the code PANTHER10, you can take 10% off your first order across the site. If you're like me and you're struggling with your sleep a bit, uh, for me, what's working best is the oil gummies and the sleep spray. I've not tried the sleep spray. Yeah, and the oil uh, is really, really, it really tastes good. It tastes like honey. You wouldn't know that there's CBD in it. Um, the gummies have got a bit of a twinge, but I still really like them because they taste like taste like honey. Um, also, their skincare stuff uh, is really good. I've been using it. It's, it's top notch. Nice. And if CBD isn't your thing, well, they do just sell honey as it is. So that's Panther 10, P-A-N-T-H-E-R. 10 for 10% off at manukafarm.co.uk that's manuka m-a-n-u-k-a farm p-h-a-r-m .co.uk every time the panther 10 code is used we look really good we don't get any money for it or it's not an affiliate link but it really helps us in terms of growing our podcast and it really helps manuka farm grow their business so it's a win-win for everyone and you help yourself out with your pain anxiety and sleep yeah Give it a go. Tell them your boys sent you. And thanks to Manuka Farm for sponsoring us. So for this reversal round, you've both been put in an... In, in, uh, for this reversal round, you've both been put in... in oh my God. You've got to leave these in. <laughs> Sorry, Edit Kirk. It's your own fault. <laughs> but, uh, you, you can just think about potatoes. It's really hard to say this sentence. Okay. Okay, so for this reversal round. <laughs> God. It's really hard to say. Okay. Do you want me to try? Okay, so for this reversal round. That isn't the hard bit. <laughs> well, that's the bit you've been fucking saying five times. <laughs> Apologies. Okay. Uh, you've both been put. In an as- <laughs> asylum. <laughs> yeah. I you thought it was been- in an ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You've both been put in an asylum, an insane asylum. Okay. You've got it right. Yeah. Uh, what is your opponent telling people in there to prove they don't belong inside? You're giving each other's answers and you've got to roll with it. What? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> If you physically can. <laughs> You've both been put in an insane asylum. That's really hard. Guys, you can try and say that. 
insane you've asylum. Both, you've both been put in an insane asylum. <laughs> Fuck you, James. <laughs> what is your opponent telling people in there to prove they don't belong inside? Can it be, I don't belong inside? No, I'm, <laughs> joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, can it, it can be anything. It can be anything. They have to roll with it. Whatever the reason you give them that they don't belong inside there, they have to Does roll it with it. Does it have to be coherent? No, you're an insane asylum. <laughs> so Danny's just going to say, What? <laughs> say what? What? <laughs> Daniel's saying, What? 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 Dan will spell that. F L A W A R N T D. Can you spell that again? F L A W R N A T D D. Flaunt. 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 Um, would you like me to give him something actually coherent? After Dan, yes. <laughs> should, we, should we say it has to be like remotely word. a word? Yeah, a word or word or phrase or sentence. Yeah. The fruit are bullying me. Mm. Nice. I'd, <sighs> Grandma ate my crisps. Okay. I really wanted to say. Um, the potatoes do light up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd leave that in the past. <laughs> okay, so now I am your uh, sort of like warden of the asylum, and you're you're trying to convince me that you you're not supposed to be here. Okay. You're not crazy. Using what the person's giving you. So, uh, like, so, so can I say other things? Like, because if I like, surely otherwise the rest <laughs> yes. of this question yeah, you can, is you can. Just- the, 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 but your, that, but that is the basis the of your core, argument. Yeah, core argument. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to like interview us or? <laughs> sure. Okay. So James. Yep. Um, I've I've had I've I've got a note here from your nurse saying you don't think you belong here. I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, what are your What are your reasons? Grandma ate my crisps. Okay. Well, elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you elaborate on that, please? They were um, those really nice, like, taste the difference crisps from Sainsbury's. Are they good? Yeah. I think they were um, they were really fancy ones, you know, like the vegetable ones as well, where they got, like, the beetroots and the mm-hmm. parsley. And um been struggling for a bit of money recently. Uh-huh. So I used my last £1.50 on it, took them around Grandma's house, um, made it expressly clear, expressly clear to Grandma that... Um, those crisps were my crisps and I was really hungry. She says, make us a cup of tea, dear. I was like, okay. Yeah, grandma, you make her a cup of tea. She wants a cup of tea. Fucking came back. Grandma ate my crisps. So what did I do? Shove the packet down her throat. <laughs> I don't think I'm crazy. I was crazy at the time. Crazy mad. I've calmed down now. Okay. I'll never get that packet of crisps back again. But there's been plenty of crisps in the canteen, chipsticks and whatnot. <laughs> um, uh, the question is, James, is grandma real? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, grandma died a while back <laughs> well, <I bet> <laughs> from, from inhaling crisps. <laughs> so at this moment in time, she is not real. But uh, previously she was. <laughs> <laughs> so your, your basis for your argument is you are a conscious murderer. Uh, 
It was a. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it was a moment of temporary insanity. It was like a okay. crime of passion. Yeah. Um. So, and actually, you'll find that the law states that yes, I can be convicted and called insane, but then once I am no longer insane, I can be released. And I believe now that I've had some crisps, that those ones actually probably weren't that good. And I'm okay. <laughs> so he's pleading insanity to try and get off the case. No, 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 no. At the time, yeah, she made me go crazy. Okay. Granddad, yep. granddad watched. You were crazy. And do you know what the worst thing was? Granddad was fully like, I fucking told her not to eat your crisps. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking told her. And he was like, but she didn't listen to me. Like, well, you've been married 60 years, granddad. Of course she's not going to listen to you. I don't fucking listen to you. I've been here 20 minutes. But, um. Dude, she, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting vibes that you're talking to someone in the room that isn't here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm reenacting. Oh, yeah, exactly. it's, it's, yeah. it's a scene. Um, but those, yeah, I mean, he's uh, got the big audition coming up. At, at this at this point. I'd say the crisps probably weren't even all that, and I could probably get another packet when I get out. But yeah, I was just, I was, I was a little bit upset. <laughs> well done. Okay, sure. Dan, uh, can you you you, you uh, you're in the, in the same room? You're in the, you're in the same interview process. Uh, you you've been saying the same thing to your your nurses. Can you explain your your version of events? Listen, I lost my call. Let's start with that. I was being bullied. I didn't appreciate it. And pesky fruits. You know, when they're on their own, they don't say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole bunch of them. They start, you know, chirps in. Piping up. Get a little rowdy. <laughs> Let's just say they're smoothies now. <laughs> I just lost it. I couldn't take it anymore. They'd been they'd been bullying me for a good twenty three minutes. Were they, were they cyber bullying you was, as well? No. <laughs> They were there in person. In, in fruit, you mean? In, what? <laughs> not well, they're not in person if they're not people. Nah, listen. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> they were people dressed as fruit. Dressed as fruits. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> It was honestly outrageous because I I didn't realise the costume competition was fruits only. That's why I went as a broccoli. And they, and they just it just got out of hand. And they bullied me. I swear the strawberry was the worst. It was just um, a a light brawl. That's all it was. It 
you know, and it explains my outbursts in the cantina when I fight the salad bar. <laughs> fight, <laughs> fight the salad bar. <laughs> Do you want some tomatoes with that? No, I bloody don't. <laughs> are tomatoes a fruit? Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. got seeds in them. They are not the okay. seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. For this whole time, Dan, when you've been screaming at the walls and the fruit's been bullying me, you were actually referring to your previous trauma. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Why can't I only imagine the fruit from um, that advert? Like, oh, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty ladies. <laughs> like, the, like the, you know, when you've been tangoed. <laughs> <laughs> was that was it the is it tango is it where the, like or the guy dressed in orange oh, like an orange is yeah, ribena because they have all the, like, the weird animals and stuff, yeah. <laughs> but I'm really intrigued by how they are now smoothies yeah what you said <laughs> they're, they're smoothies, smoothies now <laughs> so on one hand James has killed his dad <laughs> put back at Chris and Dan has been traumatised during a costume contest and, <laughs> and now shakes at the side of a salad bar. Uh, <laughs> he sounds like he needs to be here a bit longer. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you both twisted this so well. They had it coming. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. Do you know what the best thing was? Nobody berates a broccoli. Do you know what the best thing was? At the funeral, she got cremated, so she became a fucking crisp. <laughs> what goes around comes around. And I ate her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I sound crazy. <laughs> yeah, I sound crazy. <laughs> I think from this assessment, both of you fucking deserve to be here, to be honest. <laughs> he ate his grandma. <laughs> uh, in an act of revenge. You're a walking ASDF movie. I am punching my salad. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, I can't believe how good that was. I went into that question thinking, oh, this might be okay. This might be a, I don't know, a quick finish. Or I don't know. But it's actually on, on the funniest things I've heard on this podcast. I haven't cried laughing on this podcast ever in <laughs> God knows how many episodes we've done. At the Christmas one. <laughs> so because of that, I'm going to give it to Dan because he has made me cry laughing. Fantastic. What a great... Both of you twisted it so well. You did really well. You both went into this really tentatively like, oh, what can we say? Oh, this little fuck it, we'll just try this. And then you just turned it so well. Oh, honestly, well then. Should have stuck with flog. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot you had said the salad thing. So I was fully... I was, I was, I was only going to... I was thinking in my head, why hasn't flog come up yet? <laughs> but then I, I realised, oh no, it was good. Oh, wow. So... Oh God! As if, as if the tension couldn't keep building higher. <laughs> At the end of episode eleven, it is twelve for me, eleven for Dan, ten for Kirk. I can't win. <laughs> uh, you, you could make it a tie. I then. can tie. Great. <laughs> you could take us to a twelve point five. Um, fucking hell. <laughs> 
Well, that was a good one. <laughs> it was. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time for the season two finale. Oh my god! Well, yeah. yeah, can you do some light trumpets? Do, 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 do. You know, like one of them, like almost like when Zelda, uh, not Zelda, Link, like gets the. Uh huh. Well, yeah, that kind of. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, well, no, thank you very much, dear listener, and we will see you in the finale. <clears throat> I've been Thick Jim. I'm Captain Kirk. I'm Smokey D. Who is not allowed in a subway anymore? Because <laughs> you'll start fights with the salad. Uh, I was thinking about the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> How does that <laughs> Sorry. So he is Smokey D, still thinking about potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>